Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the most average podcast ever. (laughs) It's Zach. We're men, okay? That means a few things. We like with the door open. We talk about going riverboat gambling trips we make our own beef jerky that's what we do and now that is all rat in the nose we literally have never done any of those things welcome back zach in the nose podcast week three of the nfl season it's volume 34 of zach in the nose podcast so to me it's the ricky williams edition of the Zach and the Nose podcast. I bring in my partner in crime as always. He is the Nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. This volume 34 means what to you? The only, the great X-Man, Xavier McDaniel. Hit it, Zach. X go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop pop-up and stainless steel. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I should have thought about that. I mean, that guy, I don't know if you're a man who grew up in the 80s and the 90s. I just, he was like one of the first really intimidating dudes, that big 34 jersey. Xavier McDaniel was a yeah. stud. Stud. Yes. yes. And he was on the other side of the, the country, the world to us. But man, there was something that resonated with that jersey, the bald head. Wait a at the end, he wore a Celtics jersey, right? He was a Celtic at the end, but for I'm like talking a, for like a couple days. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking number 34, Seattle Supersonics. That guy was a stud. Mm, very nice, very nice. All right, so let's go into the podcast this week. Uh, last week, um, basically, we talked about don't panic, don't overreact. It's just week two. You're just two weeks in. You're getting into that second one. It's not the biggest deal. <sighs> take a deep breath. woo Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Okay, but now guess what? We're going into week three. So now there are going to be some teams that are 0-2. And you know when you're 0-2 at this point in fantasy football, you are starting to panic a little bit. If you're 2-0, you're looking back and going, ha, I'm great. I'm 1-1 in one of my leagues. I'm 2-0 in the other. I'm feeling okay. The one loss for me, not that big of a deal at this point. 0-2 at this point, I would be overreacting. I would be on the waiver wire. And in my league, you get $100 to spend for the season. I would have probably been out of money this week because I would have been so scared of everything going on. But... Yeah, we're, we're still breathing. We're still breathing. 0-2 is not good. Okay, so we're going to go now. It's, it's not great, but you got to get a win this week. Right. Okay, 0-3 is miserable. And no, low. of course. you got to get yourself a win this week. So what I'm trying to say to you is do not panic, but there are definitely a few things that we're going to go over. So we, what we've been starting on the podcast is we're going over 10 different things Um you know that we your want. observations basically from the week before. That's how we'll kind of throw it out there before it gets sponsored and we start making money off it. But before that, I need to ask you this: as my fantasy expert, as the world's fantasy expert, what about the quarterback position right now? There's a lot going on. Big Ben now out for the season. Drew Brees going to be out multiple weeks. Uh, Eli Manning has been benched. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the NFL right now about that quarterback position. 
without me overreacting, without me going crazy, <laughs> what do I do if I have Big Ben on my team? What do I do if I have Eli? What if I, I mean, if Eli, you must be in a really 18 team league at that point. But what happens with that quarterback position right now? So, what started out as the most depth uh, position going into the draft, where the strategy was wait on the quarterback, wait on the quarterback, and grab a few guys. Well, that depth has just completely been wiped out. You're right. You have the Breeze injury. You have the Rosenberger injury. You have Eli being benched. You have uh, now Luke Falk as your quarterback with the Jets. You have that dude with the mustache. In, uh, Gardner Minchu. Thank Minchow, you. Washington Manchi, State's finest. Yeah, Jumanji. I don't know what his last name is. Guy had a like 50-plus yards on the right. ground. He was not bad. Awesome okay, so, so all of a sudden, the quarterback position went from super deep to real skinny, just like that. Uh, so you're asking what I do. I can't believe I'm going back to the well, and we're going back to the well, and this is my last week. I put my nose out there, and I really threw a lot on Jameis Winston. Okay, going into the season, I believe the Bruce Arians offense with Byron Leftwich as the offensive coordinator under the Arians you know, umbrella was just a perfect um, formula for that team to explode. You would, ex- you would expect Winston that, sure. was a gunslinger. Guess who's on the waiver wires now? Jameis Winston. Guess who's playing the Giants at home this weekend? Jameis Winston. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But if he's on your uh, waiver wires, grab him immediately if you haven't already um, to replace Big Ben or Breeze. A lot of hype on Daniel Jones. Man, I saw the same thing you guys saw in the preseason. That guy was throwing beautiful darts. He was doing it really, really well, meaning like his timing was perfect. He was not hesitating. He looked the part. But who was he going against? Second stringer guys, guys that were trying to make the league. So am I immediately going out there and getting Daniel Jones? Well, if I have a hurt player, yeah, I I might give him a look. Now, this is a time where if you don't have a quarterback, I would take two guys off your free agency list and basically try to give yourself the best chance to get yourself that upside quarterback. Uh, so if you have hurt players, if Jameis Winston's available, immediately snatch him. People are giving up on Trubisky, okay? Sure. I wouldn't start him this week against the Redskins at home. Excuse me, in Washington on Monday Night Football. Not a. I want to see him do it, but I don't think he should be a free agent. That's where the panic comes in. You, you've lost two games, and all of a sudden, you're dropping guys. Everyone's that, poop. That's it, right. right. So... We're not going to panic on it, but if you want to pick up Winston immediately, keep Trubisky, and uh, you know if you have space on your roster, I, I would roster Daniel Jones just to see what he looks like against Tampa Bay. But let's not get excited and think all of a sudden the Messiah is coming. He still doesn't have the greatest weapons to work with. Right, okay, right. so that's the situation. It's crazy. You know, fantasy football, you have to go through a lot to get to the playoffs. You have to endure injuries. I mean, if you had Tyreek Hill, that really, really stinks. He was the number one wide receiver last year. So um, it's hard to come. And I'm I'm, get, I'm saying that because if you're 0-2, you know, maybe you have Tyreek Hill. And that's the type of guy that all of a sudden you're replacing him with a, a you know, a Robbie Anderson type. And uh, he's not getting the job done for you. So we're not going to panic. We're going to go over our observations right now. And... Overall, just, you know, you got to keep fighting the fight right now. Right. We start to really... Stay afloat. You're not done with your fantasy season yet. So that's where we're going right now. So what are we going to do, Zach? Five things right now. Give it to me. All right. Well, here's the deal. Every week, I I ask you for 10 things, and we've been starting the last couple weeks. 10 things, what you kind of your observations for the week. Quick hitting, fire it out. I don't want, I am not going to even jump in here at this point. I'll go do it. I want five things that from you saw in week two that has you grinning ear to ear. Go. Okay. So if 
let's just say this. Through two weeks, you want to you don't want to get too excited when you're two and zero, but or you don't want to get too excited when you drafted certain people. But let me just say this. I'm going to play a little game. It's called I drafted. Okay. I drafted Pat Mahomes in the first or second round and people laughed at me. No, they're not anymore. They're not anymore. This guy is the real deal. He is like the, he like, you know, I, I got, I'm going to get crushed for this in this market, but was there a gunslinger like him since Dan Marino? Like, Oof. I mean, Brett Favre is up there too, but this is how good the right. numbers are. He's doing video game numbers. Pat Mahomes has been ranked the number one quarterback uh, two weeks in a row, and that's beating out Lamar Jackson's ridiculous numbers oh, as well. Been great. Which goes to number two. I drafted Lamar Jackson. If you waited and used the strategy of getting wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends like we said, and you ended up getting Lamar Jackson, who we both discussed preseason that we both liked a lot, you just stay winning right now. This is something that is really, really exciting for fantasy. He is Michael Vick reincarnated, and if you just drafted Mark Andrew the tight end, God, it's another awesome pick. Touchdown catcher. Touchdown guy. So if you ended up picking him late and one of those top three guys with the Kelsey, the Ertz, and the Kittle, I'd be looking to make a trade sooner than later to a team that has not a good tight end and going after a need. So that's how good I think Andrews is. I drafted Dalvin Cook in the middle to late second round. That's it. We discussed him last year. Edger and Jane's reincarnated. He is a star. We've seen him from down here. If you are a Florida person, you know what Dalvin Cook could bring to the cable. He was one of the most explosive players in Florida State. And here it is. Right now, you're looking at a top three running back. Okay, Dade County's finest. And he was drafted in the middle to late second rounds. God, if you hit that, you're loving yourself. I drafted Derrick Henry. And goddamn right you did because he went way too late. Derrick Henry is going to be the horse of this Tennessee Titans team. As you know, I'm a Houston Oiler you fan are. that you became are. a Tennessee Titan fan. And I watched them pretty closely. And all I could say is the entire offense is based around Derrick Henry. Everything about it, that offense is about running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, play action. Derrick Henry's going to get his. I know you own him in a few leagues. I do. And it's going to be a marvelous pick. So... He's right now a top five running back, and I expect, I expect that to just maintain. He's going to maintain that top five to top seven status. Last one. I drafted Dak Prescott in round 10 or higher. Well, then, if that is the case, you're a genius. I bet you are too, I know, because, oh, my Lord, that offense with the new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, it is impressive. So, overall, if you drafted Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook, you're really, really happy right now. All right, those are five things to get you grin from ear to ear. On the other side of that, there's got to be five things without overreacting that kind of made you a little bit nervous. Give me a couple things, five things that made you nervous. Going into week three is the nervous week, okay? Week four might be the slight panic, and week five is straight-up panic. But we'll get there when we get there. All right, so the five things that we are absolutely nervous about, okay, the entire Steelers offense. Okay, Big Ben goes down for the season. I don't care what anybody thinks about Mason Rudolph. He could be good, but he's not going to be Big Ben. No, he's, he's not. just not. He's not. You don't gunsling like Big Ben does um, when you're a you know basically your second year player out of Oklahoma State, and you're a good quarterback. And he was a gunslinger of some sort. But Juju, not looking good for you. He'll still get his targets, and he'll still have good games. 
but I just don't see that monster wide receiver one um, situation happening for him right now. So Juju takes a notch down. I don't love anything about that offense right now in terms of Connors and now Jalen Samuel. Uh, the whole Steelers offense is a big negative. Let's see what happens this week. Again, I could be wrong, and Mason Rudolph could be the next you know, great quarterback. Let's see it first. I'm Until a, that happens. I'm right. nervous. The, right. the key is nervous. I'm right. not freaking out, no. but I'm nervous. Right into the next one, man. Drew Brees and oof, company. Oof. This is another one. You see, I don't believe in Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm going to say that. You know, one of the questions you were asking is, do you pick, you know, what players do you pick up? Do you notice I didn't say pick up Teddy Bridgewater? Right, you didn't say it, I don't, yeah. I just don't believe in him. I don't, and that is going to crush Michael Thomas. It is. He'll get targets and he'll get catches, and I know he had a pretty uh, big reception day, but these seven-yard outs are not going to cut it right now. So, overall, if you are a um, Breeze owner, obviously you have to wait six to seven weeks. If you are a Michael Thomas owner, this is not a good six to seven weeks. And then any other offensive player outside of Alvin Kamara, who will get his, he'll be fine. Um, it's a big hit for the, you know, that guy, Breeze, obviously we know that's that's his offense. Well, the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL, right? That, or in NFL history, maybe at that yeah, point. Yeah, he's a top fiver. Yeah. So that's a huge uh, issue. So we are definitely nervous about Michael Thomas. That's that's the of point. Of course. That's the point of that. The first round pick right there, yeah. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'm real nervous about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That he just looks completely lost. He looks off. His timing is off. He's got these two great weapons, and a lot of people drafted Thielen and Diggs to be their studs, and so far it doesn't look studly. Diggs got a very lucky slash, uh, you know, thank God he got it. Because, thank goodness. Right. Own Diggs everywhere. Right. And thank God he got that 45-yard touchdown yesterday because if he doesn't, I mean, it's just another horrible week for him. And Thielen, you know, very average. So do I think this could turn around? Yes. Am I nervous for all that is the Minnesota offense besides yes. Alvin Cook? Yes. Yes, I am. Yep. You know, Kirk Cousins is a guy that right now is on a lot of free agent wires. How do I feel about that? That's where I sort of feel he belongs. But, again, if you're in a deep roster, you might want to roster him if you're not in a great shape at starting quarterback. Okay. Well, this one's a very interesting one. The Patriots wide receiver core. Am I nervous? You're freaking damn right I'm nervous. If you drafted Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon, you are feeling a lot better after the Antonio Browns, you know, before the Antonio Brown sighting. Sure. What a nightmare. What happened? You watched that game. He just started throwing the ball to Antonio. Right away. Dude, yep. all over the place. And why wouldn't you at that right. point? Right. And, and so all of a sudden I'm looking at it, I'm like, first quarter's gone by and Josh Gordon hasn't gotten a catch. Okay, and now they got him, you know, a 10-yard catch and then a 2-yard catch and... All of a sudden, Josh Gordon's game's sort of over here because they were blowing the team out, and Josh Gordon had a really bad day. And Julian Edelman, it, it's targets. We've discussed it 100 times. These guys are now with Antonio Brown in there, who is by far more talented than those guys, and those guys are studs. But we're talking about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is still one of the best wide receivers in the game. I don't care what people think. Well, he proved it last week, too. He just did. Getting in the game, catching a touchdown after all the stuff that's going on. I guess the worst thing you have to wor uh, worry about him at this point is can he can he keep his head on off the field? Because it's that's the biggest thing around him right now. Classic New England. Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon. Let's go to the uh, running backs for a second. James White, Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead. Sony Michelle's going to get his because he is the straight rusher for them. But he goes off the field on every third down. It's just Classic Bilicek where 
I know he doesn't give a shit about fantasy, but that ball is going to be spread around like crazy. So am I nervous if I drafted Julian Edelman? Are people sending trade offers with Julian Edelman already? Am I seeing it all over the place? Yes. Do I want Julian Edelman right now? You know what? Not really. So we're not going to overreact. We're not going to get crazy, but we're nervous. I want to see how that goes this week. I want to see how they look in a close game. I want to see how those targets are spread. So let's take a Let's pay attention to that. This will be an interesting week for New England also, considering they play the Jets, who are just terrible. Yes. They are terrible at this point, too. So I don't know. The truth is, I don't even know if you're going to get a great kind of picture of it this week. You're right. It might be another week after that. I still want to see the targets. Right. No, you want to see how the ball is distributed because it's... There's a lot of players that have to be fed. Oh, my God. Yeah. And as long as Antonio Brown's not in jail... Or not on home. Or, or on the commissioner's exempt list that's or my, something you know, like that. That's my point. Right, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, I got you. Right. Then, you know, the, everyone's screwed because, right. I mean, Tom Brady's going to just throw him the ball and get him comfortable. And it's just, again, Antonio Brown is a special player. And if he conforms, Brady's going to get him the ball. And there you go. It just spreads, it spreads the whole New England offense out very thin. So, you know, start Julian Edelman this week. Um, knowing that you might get screwed on it, it's just you might be. But if you have no other, if you have other options, I would highly look into them. Ask me on Twitter. Ask you on Twitter. We'll get you. We'll get you answers. But uh, nervous. Nervous. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Last one. I'll keep it really quick. Um, the Bears' offense is pathetic. The play calling is pathetic. The regression from Trubisky when I expected to be seeing him step up. Oh man, those Bears. Or how how are they feeling? Those GMs, Ugh, horrible. You, you know who they picked? Yes. Yeah, they picked him. They moved. They traded up to move. Traded it up Number to him. Number two overall to take him. Yeah. And who were the two quarterbacks that went in the draft? Oh God, Watson right. and Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, because I didn't see Trubisky throw the ball unless the until the last play of the game, and he stepped up and threw a great ball. Don't get me wrong, to get Eddie P that field goal, but he wasn't throwing the ball down the field, and. um I was embarrassed, and we'll talk about it because I thought Allen Robinson was going to have a much better game, but he has to have he has to get the ball thrown to him. Very discouraged with how that offense is. Um, not a fan of it, and so overall, am I nervous about what I thought should be Kansas City's Chiefs offense? So, sort of like a half-ass because that you know Nagy came from there. Sure. I'm not seeing it. I'm not actually seeing disgustingness right, right yeah. now. So that's that. Bears offense. I'm I'm nervous. All right. Those are 10 observations from the nose from last week, week two. Uh, let's do a quick review of the stuff from last week. Some of the picks you had from last week. We'll do another little rapid fire segment here until we get to the nose picks of the week and all the players that pass the and fail the sniff test. Uh, quick review. Let's give some nose candy from last week. Nose candy. Oh, man. I actually it had a great week and it. I hope you listen to a lot of them besides the one pick that I wanted to get right and I got wrong. But rapid fire. I said to start Josh Allen. I recommended him. I had him ranked as even as high as, you know, higher than Aaron Rodgers to give you an idea of where I put people based on matchups. The dude had 252 yards in the air, a touchdown, and one on the ground. Great start. I said, Matt Ryan, don't freak out. He's going to have a big game. 320 yards and three touchdown laters. Not too shabby. Sony Michelle had a fa- 1.5 fantasy in week one. Jeez. I said to get him in your lineup. Don't freak out. 85 yards and one touchdown later. Really good start, and I thought he scored that second touchdown. I, I thought he did, and then I Brady know. snaked it. So if you're a Brady owner, you love that. Uh, carry on Johnson, another player that I said uh, to go back to the well. Don't freak out after week one. Had a nice game of 80 yards and a, and a long touchdown on the air. Derrick Henry, 93 total yards and a touchdown. 
Antonio Brown was a big conversation last week, and I said, if he is playing, you start him. And he had a nice little game. He found the end zone. It's going to be as we just we, we just crushed that conversation. But Antonio Brown is obviously a must start. I like the nose candy list when it's long and the nosebleed list when it's short. And this I have, week it's short. I had only one bad nosebleed. I really reviewed it. I had one bad pick, and it was Allen Robinson. Sure. Uh-oh. Nosebleed. Uh, they had Chris That's shitty offense. That, right, now. right, it was awful. Chris Harris Jr. I uh, they decided to shadow him, and you know Trubisky simply could not get him the ball. So I was really disappointed. He had like four catches for forty-two yards, something embarrassing like that. So my bad on that one. And that was the quick view of last week. I like it. A lot of nose candy, not so many nosebleeds. That's always good stuff, right there. All right, favorite segment of the show here when we get you ready for week three. This is the real preview for week three of the fantasy football uh, season, right here. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers that pass and fail the sniff test. We'll start with the quarterback position. Give me a couple that pass the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? So the theme of this sort of podcast is all these quarterbacks are going down. Quarterbacks are shitty. What do we do? We're going to start off with this is it. It's the last time I'm doing it. The chips are all in. I'm doing that whole you know poker thing. I'm literally I'm all in. I'm standing in. Jameis Winston. I will kill you if you do not <laughs> perform for me. I, it's like, man, I'm having this conversation. I stuck my neck out for you, man. I did. I really went out there and said, you're going to make this progression because we all saw the talent. We all know the gunslinger. Going back to when he won that national championship in FSU, that dude put balls in small windows that I have never seen before. He is that good. And again, a player who simply cannot get his head out of his way. He just is so lost. And so far, the first two games have been bad. Last week was a little better. But this is it. Jameis, I am all in on you at home versus the Giants. If you cannot perform this week, I will not mention your name ever again on the podcast. I am. That's it. I am all in on you. Got to get your so, head out of the crab's ass there, Jameis. You know, this is the 30th. The Giants are 30th against the pass. Okay. There's 32 teams. Don't in the turn it around this week. Dude. Get your shit together. I'm going all in on Jameis Winston. Pick him up and start him if you have one of those injured guys. And here we go. I mean, I'm going to go back to it. You know who's playing pretty good ball is Matthew Stafford. He is. He's playing pretty good ball. He's working off a 250-yard game, two touchdowns, pure gunslinger, and the Eagles, are their secondary is decimated. Okay? They're 31st against the pass. They can't stop anything. And, um, you know, Stafford's got weapons. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself right now. Galladay, celebrate when you take Galladay. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Galladay, yeah. Oh, no music needed for that. No, I could let it ride. Acapella, yeah, baby. Yeah, nice. Galladay's a stud. And, um, you know, sometimes Detroit gets a little lost because they're just not a team that gets a lot of national attention right now. But uh, Galladay's a stud wide receiver. Hawkinson is a good wide receiver, you know, good tight end. I expect Stafford to have a good game. So if he's on your waiver wires, which... He might be. He really might be. Two-quarterback system, get that guy in your lineup unless you have some studs. Love Stafford this week. Gunslinging. All right, last one that passes the uh, sniff test quarterback position-wise. Okay, last one, and I'm recommending a quarterback that's going against a pretty hard matchup, and that is Kyler Murray against Carolina. If you drafted Kyler Murray. I did. You did? Yep. You're in good shape. Kyler Murray's legit. And I like the way this offense is going. I mean, they played at Baltimore last week, and all I see is Chris Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald just wide open. And these are good secondaries. I'm starting to believe in this Cliff Clinsbury offense right now, and Murray is the 
just looks good, guys. I mean, he really does. So uh, Kyler Murray is a player that a lot of people are asking, okay, do I start him or do I start whatever other guy you have on your team? It's a tough call if it's one of those top, top guys. It's, well, it's not. If you're starting Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, you know, Tom Brady, I even have over him right now. But Kyler Murray is putting up big stats right now. It's early in the season, so I'm just trying to get you excited about him. And if he's right now your top guy because you drafted a Drew Brees or a Roethlisberger and you have him on your bench, you're not even worried. You, I would have almost told you maybe to start him over one of those guys. That's how much... I'm enjoying Kyler Murray. For someone like yourself and anybody else out there has Kyler Murray in your on your team, especially in a two-quarterback system, get him in there. He is a staple to your team. He's not going to fail you. All right, Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray, Jameis Bleeping Winston. Those are the quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Let's move on to running backs. Give me a couple running backs that pass the sniff test this week. All right, I'm going to go with players that are on your waiver wire, um, or damn close to. Uh, as much as we hated on the Bears' offense, I did notice one thing: they fed Montgomery, the running back, David Montgomery. That offense looks terrible, but he's got a prime time matchup against a Skins defensive line that is not very good in terms of stopping the run. So um, you want that Monday night action? You feel it? You need it? There's not a whole lot of Redskins that I'm recommending. So uh, I do like Montgomery as the exception because he's getting the touches and he's getting the opportunities and I think he might be the guy who gives you the good game for the Bears. God, that Monday night game is so bad. Washington, Chicago, good God. It's a snore fest. All of these national games are not... Snore fest. Not no, like, the only ones that get that get, get it right are Sunday night football. Sunday night football actually gets some pretty good games, but Monday night football used to be the staple, used to be the thing I remember growing up. Oh my God, it's Monday night football. It's the Giants and it's the, and it's the 49ers or it's the Dolphins and the Bears and now it's the... Redskins and the Bears tonight. You went Phil Sims versus Joe Montana, and then right. you went Dan Marino versus Jim McMahon and the 85 Bears. We're not here to start no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl show. Couldn't, right. be, couldn't be any more excited. What do we have this week? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's, we got Washington with, with Case Keenum. I don't even know who the – no, Keep Case going. Case Keenum. You know exactly and Chicago and Trubisky. We, like, we, that's we, the quarterback which, matchup. Gross. We're right. going to see some great Chicago Bears D. Woo! That's it. Uh, okay, next recommendation at running back is a hometown favorite over here. There's nobody that is more popular in Miami than Frank Gore. Frank the Tank. Dude, guy is still doing it. He's still doing it. And uh, did you notice that he had 19 carries last week? Did not. Yeah, he got in the end zone last week? Yeah. That dude looked pretty damn good. He's getting the opportunities. And um, I have to, I just think against the Cincinnati horrible rush defense, you could do worse. I think that Frank, I, I know Frank Gore is on waiver wires this week. And if you get this to listen to this and in enough time where he's still on your waiver wires, which I still believe he could be, he's a pretty damn good pick him up and start flex. Um, they're giving him the ball right now. And I'm Buffalo is trending upwards. I can't believe I just said it, I know. but they are. And he's right now their horse and they're not going to, um, that guy, Devin Singletary is very talented, but they're not going to, um, crush him early on in the season they're going to preserve him because he was not used to carrying the rock a hundred you know multiple times a right. game and he played for what fau, FAU yeah. right so it's a different beast uh frank gore is ready to start for you this week last another one that's going to be on your waiver wires well you saw that gore had 19 rushes but i'm going to you know add one rush to that do you know that carlos hyde had 20 rushes for 90 yards last week i didn't know carlos hyde was still in the nfl <laughs> <laughs> he is somehow, and he's becoming their go-to guy between the trenches. Uh, he's playing against the Chargers. 
who have been pretty horrible against the uh, rush as well. So, again, I'm trying to give you guys right now players that are not obvious. I'm not trying to give you players that are in your lineup and you're like, ooh, I'm going to be excited because he's in my lineup. I'm trying to give you guys right now because players are getting hurt. Flex options are getting scarce. Right. And these guys, I'm telling you to pick them up and start them. All right, those are the running backs. Carlos Hyde, Frank Gore, David Montgomery. We have another position we need of wide receivers. You need to give me a couple here that pass the sniff test. I'm ready. Don't bench Stefan Diggs. He's still a stud. He's still that, you know, that maybe top tier of wide receiver, too. I know Cousins has been horrible. We just, just discussed it. He's been really bad. Um, I'm just hoping that this is the week that he has his breakout game. Um, I'm giving you 110 yards and a touchdown with at least six to seven receptions oh, against against that Raiders defense. Now, again, Mahomes could make anyone look bad, but these, I mean, these guys were streaking wide open. So if there's a time for the Cousins and right. Minnesota's offense sort of to start, right, right. I'm not saying to start Cousins. I'm saying to start Diggs and Thielen right. and don't look back. Okay. We watched the Eagles on uh, Sunday, Sunday Night, Night Football. Football. Yeah. Thank you. Um they lost all their wide receivers now, didn't they? Yeah. They lost Alshon Jeffrey, who looks like he's not playing this week, and definitely Deshaun Jackson, I believe, is confirmed out. So Carson Wentz, who's a bit of a gunslinger, has got to throw the ball to somebody besides Zach Ertz, and that somebody is Nelly. Whoa. Zach, hit it! I said it's getting hot in here, so, hot. so take off all your clothes. I am That's right, my boy Nelly, not from St. Louis, but from Philadelphia, is going to be the guy that he's going to be comfortable to throw the ball to. He had himself over double-digit uh, targets. He dropped what was going to be a ridiculously long touchdown, which I'm embarrassed for him. He's not going to drop it again. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is another perfect pick-him-up-and-start-him play at wide receiver or your flex. And last... Man, do I love the talent out of Mike Williams in uh, for the Los Angeles Chargers. You said San I did. Diego. I know. I mean, I wouldn't have cared because I no, still. I, I almost. San I still. San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Chargers. San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Chargers. We both sang. My God, what's going on to us? A lot. A lot's going. Man, on. Man, if you watched him last week, man, the kid. Has such athletic ability, it's ridiculous. Um, I like him this week. He's going against the Texans, who are 22nd against the pass. Again, another boomer bust type of player, but I'm calling him out for boom. Their top corner is going to go. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey after Keenan Allen, which should be light coverage then for Mike Williams. So I like Mike Williams for the Chargers as my last wide receiver recommendation. All right, Mike Williams, Nelly himself, and Stephon Diggs, wide receivers that pass the sniff test. All right, now let's get to the ones that fail the sniff test. we got to get to that. If we have ones that pass, we need ones that fail. Give me a couple quarterbacks that fail the sniff test. This Who fails the sniff test? Did you know that Andy Dalton's a top five quarterback slash player in fantasy right now? I didn't know Andy Dalton was still in the NFL. Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, is still in the NFL, and you will not start him this week. Let's not, let's not go crazy. It's a little bit of fool's gold. It's not like he's all of a sudden, the last three years that he was pure crap, he's going at the Bills, who I believe might be the best uh, secondary in the league. So I would say, yeah, he's been hot, and you may have picked him up, but do not start him. 
We are not starting Mitchell Trubisky. We don't have to discuss that again. I just need to see it with my own eyes. I need to see him do it before we could start him. And then a lot of people are all over Twitter, all over whatever fantasy outlets you listen to. Teddy Bridgewater is not all of a sudden a pick him up and start him replacement for Drew Brees. If you believe in that offense and you believe in Bridgewater, then okay, fine, pick him up, but put him on your bench. But ultimately, I do not like him at all. I am just, there's something about Bridgewater that I have a major negative on. And they also have Hill, uh, that Tatum Hill, that. Right, the tight end, running back, wide receiver, wherever he plays. Yep, literally love that guy. Love that guy a lot. <laughs> He's gonna, you know, vulture a lot of. Um, there's gonna be some sets for him in there. That just makes sense. You know, they have the right offensive-minded coach to get him in the ball. So, I, you know, I would say Bridgewater's a horrible start. And, All right, yeah. So Andy Dalton, Mitch Trubisky, and Teddy B do not pass the sniff test week. They fail the sniff test week. Give me a couple running backs that fail the sniff test. Do not start Adrian Peterson versus the Bears defense on Monday night football. I know you like your action. Do not do it. Do not pass go. Do not go to jail. Uh, the whole Pittsburgh offense running back situation I am very nervous about. You got James Conner, who's a little banged up. I think he's going to give it a go, which means he's not going to get his full workload. And then people are getting cute because they remember what Jalen Samuels looked like last year right. because he had a few really big games. And he was also eligible at like 17 different positions last year. It was ridiculous. I think I started him at tight end one sure? week. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that must be a Yahoo League. It was. It was of Yahoo course, League. Of course yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't like that situation. I know James Conner could have been a first-round pick for you, and that means you probably have to start him. I'm saying uh, don't be surprised if it's not the greatest start. Next, man, another player that is really um, discouraging is is Joe Jersey Joe Mixon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was I, a first-round pick sometimes, too, or early second round. It was a, it was a very like a, much yeah. – he, he and Dalvin Cook, a lot of people looked right. at it, and those people who picked Mixon over Cook – Ooh. <laughs> not happy right now, yeah. <laughs> I know. Suckers. Big time. Um, again, playing Buffalo, who I'm I'm right now theming as like the old school Buffalo. They're they're going to they're they're going to really they have a good defense. Ed Oliver in the middle right now is stopping the rush right now. Good rookie out of Houston. Um overall I just don't trust the mix of the Bengals running back. So it, I want to see Mixon have a good game. Yeah, I know you're gonna have to start him in your league because you just don't have great, you know. Backup. Plus, you picked him over Dalvin Cook. But I'm telling you right now, I like Frank Gore. Right. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> I like Frank Gore more than uh, Mixon this week, to give you an idea of where I have Mixon. All right, so the running backs that failed the sniff test this week, Adrian Peterson, the Pittsburgh core of running backs, and Joe Mixon are the Bengals uh, running backs as well. All right, last position that failed the sniff test, the wide receiver position. Give me a couple here that failed the sniff test. You know how much I loved Cortland Sutton, but yeah. Loved him last but, year. You I mean, did. The only guy that is really startable on that offense is, um, you know, receiving course, Manny Sanders, Manny by Sanders. the way, who looks phenomenal. Um, he gets the ball, but I, I, I loathe Joe Flacco. God, do I loathe him. So uh, overall, Sutton's got so much talent. I just don't think that they're uh, utilizing it right. And until he has himself a really big game or a better matchup, I do not like him at Green Bay. Uh, Tyrell Williams at Minnesota. This is the game where I think Minnesota just lambastes Oakland. I just think that Oakland is going to uh, have a really rough time. This is this is a make or break week for Minnesota, and their defense is pr- still pretty nasty. Um, overall, we've learned now that Aaron Rodgers has one wide receiver he throws the ball to, and that's Devontae Adams. And a lot of people are trying to, you know, guess when's the best time to start Geronimo Allison and Scantling. 
my answer to you is never yeah i mean yeah no i feel like one of them has to get hurt for the other one to step up to right, be that true right. number two because they're really a true two and three so you know you're guessing and i don't like to guess very much in fantasy as best as possible that is don't start anybody on green bay besides him all right those are your wide receivers that fail the sniff test sutton uh ty williams and anyone not named Devonte adams in green bay all right, nose pick of the week time. This is always awesome. Lots of pressure on the nose each week to give us the nose pick of the week. So I'll leave it to you now. I'll leave you on an island all by yourself. This is when I move away from the mic and let you take over. The nose pick of the week for week three is... It's the nose pick of the week. So after week two, I had such a miserable experience with the Allen Robinson pick, and I, I'm taking full responsibility for that nastiness. So... I had to, you know, at night go look up it's the stars and looked at God and said, what do I do? And he goes, just win. Oh, that was really cheesy. Chris Godwin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm all in on, on God. God, I can't believe. God, that was horrible. I, mean, I hope you edit Good that out, you. but you won't. Never. Oh, my God. I just, I just made that up, too. That might be in the next open for the podcast. I, did I just do that? Yes, you did. Chris Godwin is a star, okay? And I'm watching Mike Evans right now. And if I'm a Mike Evans owner, and oh, I am, I am flat out nervous that Jameis is going to be throwing more balls to Chris Godwin. He's a stud. He was always the, he was one of those highly touted stud, not sleepers this year because he went pretty early, but people were expecting the breakout. The breakout's coming this week against the Giants. He had a good game last week. I expect him to do it again. This is it. All the chips are in, you know. I'm I'm all in rounder style, baby. Like, that's it. So this is I'm all in on Tampa's offense and Chris Godwin, I expect to have a monster game. Monster game. So I'm if you're playing DFS, and I know a lot of you guys are on FanDuel and DraftKings, he is a must-start this week. He is worth the money. He's not going to be that top, top-tier guy, but he is going to give you the value back that for your dollars. So, Chris Godwin, I, came to, I can't believe I looked up into the stars, and that's the answer, my friend. Wow. Chris Godwin knows pick of the week. I will not come in here next week with a bad review of him. I refuse to do it. God, was that cheesy. But we're going to let it go. That was the Nose Pick of the Week this week. Follow Spencer on Twitter, I'm by so the way. At Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. I'm Zach Krantz, at Zach Krantz on Twitter as well. Zach with an H, not a K. Uh, that is volume 34, uh, the Ricky Williams slash. going to give it to you. Going to give it to you. Xavier McDaniel edition of the pod. Uh, all right, so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. You download it at WQAM.com. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. And like I always say at the end of these podcasts, Good luck this week in fantasy football, unless you're playing me. It's Zach and the News. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.